0: What's going on everybody i'm enrique pinero and welcome back to the hawk show talk show a seattle seahawks podcast you can find me on youtube spotify apple podcast and now google Podcasts as well and i also post highlights on tiktok and just posts and tweets on instagram and twitter my at on all these platforms is at hawk Show talk show if you want to follow and if you can't find it through that you can also find my link tree which i have in the description on nearly all these platforms. Uh, Today's episode, I'm gonna be discussing Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin leaving the Seattle Seahawks. I'm calling it The Griffins Are Gone. And yeah, let's get right into it. Let's talk some Hawk. So uh, last week, it was around, I I think, day two of free agency, Shaquille Griffin signed a deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He signed a $44.5 million deal over three years, and that's about 14.8 million a year. So the Seahawks lose their starting cornerback one, which to some is deemed uh, as a big deal, but in my opinion, it's not a big deal. I wanted him gone. I was ready for him to leave. And we also lose his twin brother, the one with uh, only one hand, Shaquem Griffin, who is a special teams guy mainly, and he would also come in for some blitzes every now and then, but he was not a starter on defense. Uh, anyways, I my reaction to this is I'm happy. I I made it clear in my resigner walk episode that I thought it was good. I thought it was I was ready for Shaquille Griffin to leave because first of all, I knew he would get overpaid, and I still believe he got overpaid. Well. It's kind of hard because I feel like in this year in free agency, you know, like every year, uh, players get paid more and more. So I think just about every signing, people reacted saying, oh, overpaid, overpaid. But I really think this was an overpay by the Jaguars. I understand where they're coming from because they're trying to build this young team surrounding uh, Trevor Lawrence, who they're going to take with the first overall pick. But I still think this was a massive overpay. And I'll get into that. I personally, I've made it clear that I do not think Shaquille Griffin's very good. I think he had a a good 2019 2019 season, no interceptions though, and then a bad, bad, inconsistent 2020 season in the first two years of his career. I don't think we're very good, but I don't really blame him because I don't think any rookie or sophomore corner is really that good. Uh, Anyways, I'll get into it. So I got a lot of numbers from last season here in front of me. I'll start it off. He played 11 full games. That's games where he played, uh, I think the, my cutoff was 60% of the snaps. I forget. I think it was around there. It's probably 60 or 70 though. So that's full games because I don't want to take into account like the, the first Cardinals game where he played like only the first quarter or whatever and say, oh, he only gave up eight, like 19 yards that game because obviously that's not, that doesn't count and that would like really skew the, the stats. So in his 11 full games, Uh, like you know maximum uh, majority of the games played in those 11 games he gave up seven touchdowns which is not good and as I said before a lot of the argument was that oh that was in the first half of the season where he gave up the majority of them first of all that's even worse because you gave up around seven touchdowns let's say it was five in the first half of the season in even fewer games than 11 and then I know he might have gotten better as the season progressed but the competition got much uh, worse as the season progressed as we played the NFC East the Jets, uh, the Niners, you know, Uh, he allowed 59.4 yards per game to the receiver he was on. So that's not, that's not awful because, you know, receivers are going to have good games. It's obvious. That's what what receivers are meant for. But to be a corner paid as much as he, as he's getting paid, that should not be the case. Uh, uh, This is a little up for debate because a lot of people do not respect these ratings it's a pff rating of 64.1 which i agree i think pff can be very very bad like they had last year daryl henderson as like the best running back in the league they have dante foreman as like the greatest tailback of all time according to pff i don't trust pff too much but yeah 64.1 is not a good rating if you take that into account a 61.8 percent completion rate allowed uh when thrown to him not a good rate at all. Not a good uh, percentage at all. And then speaking of passer rating, a 99.6 passer rating allowed when thrown to. So All these awful stats I've given you uh, kind of explain it. And then another thing that I really don't like, but also that might just be our system. Maybe the Jaguars will change it up. Is that he doesn't shadow wide receiver ones. So we would have Trey Flowers or DJ Reed or Quentin Dunbar guarding. DeAndre Hopkins or whoever it was just their best wide receiver while Shaquille Griffin's chilling on the wide receiver two or wide receiver three depending on you know whoever's in the slot and stuff so I'd see Shaquille Griffin getting beat by Josh Reynolds and Richie James Jr which was you know I don't he's still getting beat which was it's well I didn't find it shocking sorry Shaquille I just I don't think you're that good but you know that's shocking. He should not be getting beat by those by that level of guys, and he shouldn't even be on those guys. He should be on the wide receiver ones on those teams. So I don't like that. But hopefully the Jaguars they'll change it up. They'll have him shadow. I would respect him a lot more if he shadowed like that. But I don't know if that's I don't want to blame him for that completely. Anyways, back to the numbers. Three years, forty four point five mil, fourteen point eight mil a year. That is crazy money. That's more than Tre'Davious White. That's more than Xavier Howard. And it's just almost more than Stephon Gilmore, Byron Jones, and uh, James Bradbury. And everyone I named there, I would classify as an elite corner. Maybe Byron Jones, uh, not so much. He had a bad year last year. But still, that's a lot of money for a guy coming off a not-so-great year. Again, I think Shaquille hasn't been very good in the past. I think he has a lot of room to grow because I like his build. You know, a corner is always uh, long like, lengthy, uh, long arms, and and quick. I think he can be good, I just think he hasn't been good. So, you know, I, I'm hoping the best for him. I think the Jaguars overpaid, but I know there's a lot of room for improvement with him. And honestly, I think he'll get it done. I think he changes as soon series maybe what he needed. Then, about Shaquille, I knew this would happen if Shaquille left. I didn't think they'd want to be separated because they're, they're best friends, I guess. You know, they're twin brothers. And it's good for him. Uh, he he was a free agent because we cut him last off season and then got him back on the practice squad. And there was a whole long process of that. But then he was a free agent, and I knew he was gonna follow Shaquille to wherever he went. I bet Shaquille told the Jaguars he wouldn't sign unless his brother could come as well. And that's good. The Jaguars I really like Shaquille. They got a really fast extra blitzer on plays. Uh, he doesn't necessarily have to be extra an extra blitzer if he can if he can improve and i know it's kind of hard to block shit for him but if he can improve at that and become solid i think he could be good because he's really fast for the linebacker remember that amazing combine the only thing is i really hope that shakim in the future can make a name for himself in the nfl i don't want him to go along as the guy who you know just like piggybacked his brother to wherever he went and like got a free ticket in because he had a brother and I, I didn't think that was the case in Seattle. I think we all just really liked his combine and also it a, it's a good story, I understand that, but he, he he proved that he was gonna be a good player in the combine and he was pretty solid for us. But I really hope that he can really establish himself in the NFL more instead of just you know following his brother wherever he, go, he goes. Anyways, uh, I'm more sad about losing Shakim because I think uh, I liked him more. I liked his I like just watching him play more. I was more content with him than I was with Shaquille. Shaquille, oh, it happens with every Seahawks corner, but I got very mad at often. But yeah, anyways, I don't think this is a big deal. I think the Seahawks will be completely fine. We've already signed Akella Witherspoon. Uh, we're looking at other guys, like Sherman, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, Trey Flowers stepped up at the end of last season, especially in that second Cardinals game on Hopkins. And I think DJ Reed's a Beast. I think the Seahawks will be okay. And Shaquille, I don't think it's a big difference. Uh, we got plenty of blitzers. Anyways, that's all for today, guys. If you want me to mention or comment on anything uh, in a future episode, discuss something, just uh, you can either comment below or I have a submissions box, like a request box in my Linktree or Microsoft form if you want to ask or tell me anything. So yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening, depending on what platform you're on. And yeah, thank you. Bye.